Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Hello, Ananga. It's wonderful to be with you again after a couple weeks of um, missing you, our schedules being such that um, we haven't come together. So it's wonderful to come back for another Slayer session. We're going to be answering one of our listener questions today, and uh, I'll go ahead and read that out loud, and then we'll dive right into it. Excellent. Do you think it's possible to be having anxiety symptoms despite the fact that on the surface, I'm thinking everything is okay? Does the subconscious have a way of undermining us? My anxiety has been dormant for a little while, yet occasionally I get faint rumblings of it, but I'm struggling to pinpoint what's causing it, which is, in turn, steamrolling the symptoms. I tend to brush my symptoms off as anxiety. A counselor once advised that if my symptoms, which are forever changing, disappear after, say, three weeks, then more than likely it's anxiety. Anyway, I just thought I would put it out there to see whether you have had any questions like this and to get your thoughts. Continue to keep up the amazing work you both do. Love everything you do. And happy birthday, Anxiety Slayer. Speak soon. Big question and one that I really resonated with this weekend as my anxiety was rumbling underneath the surface. So I'd love to hear what you have to say about this, Ananga. Yeah, it's a fantastic question. I think one that many of our listeners will relate to. Thanks, first of all, for the birthday wishes. That's really nice. And uh, yeah, do you think it's possible to be having anxiety symptoms despite the fact that on the surface I'm thinking everything is okay? Yeah, absolutely possible. Anxiety can rumble in the background and cause some symptoms while we're busy thinking about other things because as with all symptoms that we experience, as soon as we get a bit of a break, we want to get going again. So anxiety might just be giving us a little bit of a nudge while we're diverted and busy and getting on with other areas of our life. That can definitely happen. And it doesn't mean that everything is not okay. It just means that we need to be able to practice ongoing self-care. So I think if you're noticing some symptoms, you can take it as a nudge from your body to take care. Remember to practice some relaxing breathing, EFT tapping, or whatever other tools you choose to use to calm your anxieties so you continue to look after yourself and you can address those symptoms before they escalate. Anxiety definitely can be a rumbler in the background, there's no doubt about it, but what we're trying to share with Anxiety Slayer is to deal with it at a rumble before it starts really shouting at us and making our minds suffer. One thing that can really help with that is mindful awareness, so valuable to Use that to protect your mind from getting stressed by busyness and multitasking, which again is what we tend to jump back into as soon as we feel okay or a bit better. We want to jump and get on with our lives. So just to practice bringing your attention back to what you're doing moment by moment, taking time out to notice your breath, practice being mindful of the simplest daily tasks, even cleaning your teeth, taking a bath, washing the dishes. Just let your mind settle on what you're doing at those times and stop it running off like a dog that just got let off the leash into future concerns. Just try and keep it, keep it to heal, keep it with you and practice doing that regularly. And that keeps that rumble down and it settles it. It really does. And it's something that, um, that came up for me this weekend. I was preparing to have company for the weekend, um, for an evening visit and a sleepover and 
breakfast the next day. And I love entertaining, but I don't like what happens sometimes before company comes. And what I mean by that is the the checklists of making sure that everything is taken care of and the shopping is done and the cleaning is done and the preparation is taken care of. And, and these are things that really are no problem. But underneath, I can get um, almost like a, a current, this rumbling or this current that starts to um, knock on the door a little bit. Um, and I could feel some of that anxiety coming up. And the interesting thing is it wasn't so much about what I had to do or that I had company coming. It was about all of the other things <laughs> yeah. that were, you know, like you said, keep the dog at a heel, keep the dog on a leash, that my brain was, okay, you know, and once I enjoy myself in my company, I have to make sure that I remember to do da 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 And so I came right back to my breath, did some deep breathing, found my calming point on the, on the left hand and palm and just pressed my thumb there for a while, did some breathing and, and it worked out fine. And I was able to just kind of nip it in the bud, yeah. but I noticed it was coming up and it wasn't just that one episode. It wasn't just that one moment and, and it, it happened a few more times throughout the weekend. And it was interesting to just say, wow, look at what's, this is interesting. Where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And why am I feeling anxious right now? And then be like, oh, okay, you know what? Everything's fine. Um, did I have a little bit too much caffeine on Sunday morning with company? Probably. Normally, if I have a cup of coffee, that's what I have, a cup of coffee. And I had more than one cup, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, okay, that's probably not a good idea. So I'm really glad this question came in because um, for as much as I feel like most days I have a pretty good handle on my own areas of anxiety, those those rumblings do happen. I am not immune to them, that's for sure. And I'm so grateful to have the tools to know what to do when I feel like I'm in that position. Yeah, it's the difference between managing it and being able to continue to live a a regular life, fully engaged with yourself, with your friends and your family, and and drowning in in anxiety. And mm-hmm. I also still get the odd nudge. I still get the odd rumble, and I have to stop and remember and, and dig back in. And I think it's good training. It's good for us to know to be aware. And one thing that I always find comforting is when you're noticing, like this question's noticing symptoms and thinking about it. That means you're not in it. It means you're looking at it. Right. And that's a, a place of greater comfort and power than when you're actually swamped by the anxiety and drowning in it. When you can look at it, it means that you have a chance to work with it, work with yourself and control it. And again, not to suffer over expectations. It's unreasonable to expect that we will never experience anxiety. If one Mm -hmm. of our kids is late home and the phone doesn't ring when we expect it to, we feel some anxiety to greater or lesser degrees. There are so many things that can come at us in the course of every week and we're very delicate the mind as we've said before according to Ayurveda the mind is very fragile and easily disturbed so rather than feel that we should expect to be over this it's a kind of thing to expect that anxiety can rumble but to take comfort in knowing what to do about it and bringing some mm-hmm. tools into action absolutely absolutely much more comfortable place to be I'm also very interested in this next part of the question 
does the subconscious have a way of undermining us? Something I looked at a few years ago when I was studying NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, and the theory of those proactive psychologies, the psychologies that teach us how to understand and work with our own minds, how to help our minds deal with things differently if we're not happy with how they're working. The theory behind those proactive psychologies is that the subconscious mind is always working to protect us. And it often tries to do that by stopping us re-experiencing physical or emotional pain or trauma. It doesn't want to undermine us, but it will influence our gut thinking patterns and our raw emotions and responses to try and keep us safe. And sometimes in doing that, it generates uncomfortable feelings for us. Although it's a protective mechanism, for example, if we've had an unpleasant experience, then we may in the future experience unease about that experience because the subconscious mind is saying, that hurt you before, don't go there again. That's how we start to experience phobias. Uh -huh. The subconscious mind will do that maths where there's one fearful encounter where you may have been scared of a spider or a snake, and your mind will do the maths that spider equals fear, so spider must be avoided. Now, that doesn't necessarily feel comfortable to us, and it is something that we can change, but the intention of the subconscious mind is to protect. But, you know, as we just said, sometimes that does mean some avoidance behaviours come in, and if there's a lot of things during our lives that upset us, then we can find ourselves avoiding a lot of things. Uh -huh. So it's good to listen to those subconscious messages. As you were also exploring your experience at the weekend, did I have a bit too much caffeine? Why am I being nudged? Is it because of this? Is it because of that? It's good to have a look, have a listen to your subconscious messages, but do so objectively. Do it from a place of observation rather than within the experience and then see what you want to change or upgrade. And if you feel that your subconscious mind is undermining you, that's because it's out of line with your conscious desires. So then you can negotiate with your subconscious mind and get it to do things differently. And uh, really powerful ways of doing that are with EFT tapping, which kind of happens automatically. You just use the EFT treatment points to tap through the uncomfortable experience you're having that you feel may be coming at you subconsciously. And things get tidied up. You get some resources online. You get some comfort and relief. Or a good NLP practitioner can help you with that, with different ways to, to negotiate with your subconscious or unconscious thinking. Good information, really good information, very supportive. I just thought about another example of EFT, and I used it this weekend. I didn't tap, but I used the languaging around, even though I'm feeling anxious, I love and accept myself completely. Mm -hmm. And then I would take it a little bit deeper. And again, this was this was like a moment. This is like if you picture a commercial break, right? Yeah. So the, rum the rumbling would come up, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, there you are again and talk to myself a little bit. Yeah. And, and it works. It seemed to work. It definitely works. And again, so. I like that, that you describe that commercial break. It's like just taking a couple of minutes out, just taking a pit stop. And I think when you were speaking earlier about that sense of preparing for a gathering or whatever we're preparing for, a trip, a something, getting to work, getting the kids to school, those are the things that can heighten our anxiety because you don't feel that you have permission to stop when you're doing those things. It's like you've mm -hmm. just got to do this, then you've just got to do that, and then you've got right. to do that. And they're not things where you can stop and check in with yourself so easily unless you can train yourself to deepen your breath and relax tension in your body while you're doing them. Mm -hmm. then, then you can do them in a less stressed place. But that's where those things catch you out is that I can't stop now. 
and then the mind starts to get agitated and, and that, that rumbling builds underneath. So then at least at those times you can know, okay, I can't stop now, but I will stop here. You can set yourself right. a point in the near future where you can stop and check in with your breath and or the calming point or do some tapping or run through the languaging of the tapping, as you just said, just something to give yourself that check-in. That And I like that, that commercial break, just that couple of minutes yeah. break to check in and realign with yourself. One of the things that um, that I made sure to do is to finish up everything that I needed to do to prepare for the weekend and to give myself a full hour of downtime before my guests arrived. Excellent, yeah. A full hour to mess around on Facebook, to read my book, to take a little rest. I, I kind of used my time in all of those ways, um, you know, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there, and then allowed myself to get horizontal for a while. And while I didn't sleep, I did breathe. And then I was refreshed and, and ready to welcome company and to enjoy them. Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's the way to do it, isn't it? That's mm. the anxiety slay away. And then we show up fully for our guests as well. Instead yeah. Of thinking about what's in the tumble dryer or all kinds of right. weird stuff. It's like, you know, when, when the people are with you, then you're with them. And I think that's a beautiful anxiety antidote in and of itself is being able to have the presence of mind to really connect with mm -hmm. who you're with. They feel it, you feel it, and it's just really nice. It is. Well, I'm so grateful that we continue to receive these great questions from the anxiety slayers around the world and that you and I have the chance to to share our experiences and to talk a little bit about and to answer the questions to the best of our ability and to be available in a supportive way. This is uh, such a blessing to be part of Anxiety Slayer with you and grateful to everyone who who listens. Me too. Thanks for a great question. And just a prompt from this question to remember that sensitive people get more anxious. Sometimes sensitive people get more anxious. And the lesson there is to learn to be sensitive to ourselves too. Just be kind. Mm -hmm. Be gentle with yourself first, please. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. Well, until we come together again, it's been a wonderful Slayer session and I look forward to many more. Thank you, Shan. Thanks, Ananga. Thanks for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We hope you found this podcast supportive and invite you to visit the Slayer store for our new offering, EFT for Anxiety, your comprehensive touchstone for emotional freedom technique. You can find the Slayer store at anxietyslayer.com. To celebrate our third anniversary, we are offering EFT for Anxiety Relief at half price until November 9th. Please visit anxietyslayer.com to find out more.